This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Yeah, you caught me too deep. I think I'm dying here, man. Welcome to the 3B Video Deep Cut Podcast. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. Aw, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that time again. For another bi-weekly podcast with your hosts, Rotten Roger DeMarco and... Evil Dead Inks and... Raj, did Michael kill again? Did he kill again? I, I, I'm i not sure, but I think Evil dies tonight. It dies tonight? Oh, man. It, it's taken a really long time for Evil to die tonight. It, it really has. I, I It's... it's it's a long, long, long Halloween night in 2018. <laughs> I wonder if that'll be anyone's tattoo at some point. Like, give this movie enough time to be, like, classic status. So give it another 20 years and then see by literally 2040 if someone that has an evil dies tonight tattoo. I wouldn't put it past people right now. I, <laughs> I mean, I at one point was really considering... Uh, having a tattoo for Halloween that was uh, going to be like capitalized E-N-D end, but it's going to be evil never dies. Ah, nice. Long, long, long before we even got Halloween 2018, let alone Halloween <laughs> Kills, so that would have been, been cool if I actually would have pulled the trigger and got that done. Yes. Uh, so do you want to give the good folks out there in internet land a brief plot synopsis of this film, and then we can just dive right in? Halloween Kills is more of the the night he came back home. Are we sure? I'm pretty sure we've done this. That's, that's happened already before, but okay. <laughs> it's more of the night he came home, and yeah. evil probably doesn't die tonight, even though it's pretty much the mantra of the film. Yeah. Well, not until the grosses go down, buddy. Even then. Even then it doesn't. Halloween 5 is the exception to that rule. (laughs) The other Halloween 2 is the exception to that rule. (laughs) There's a lot of exceptions to that rule in this franchise. There the only guarantee in the Halloween franchise is there are no guarantees. Oh yeah. But yeah, we get some some real amped up slasher movie kills. We get mm-hmm. the return of Dr. Loomis sort of, mm-hmm. but I mean in my and I would think your opinion, the best uh Loomis impersonation oh, yeah. we've ever seen. Yeah, I'm shaking my head for the people who aren't watching yeah, yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> We've not got the Oddity Video podcast versions up uh, streaming <laughs> yet, but the audio versions that you're listening to, yes, he's very much nodding his head. Mm-hmm. And this movie ends with... Uh, I mean, how would you describe how this movie ends? Because we, we know now how the third movie of this of this trilogy takes off, but this one ends with like, okay, Michael is almost killed, gets like a good last hit in on the Strodes, and then mm-hmm. it's like, all right, what's 
What's the next move? What happens next? Is the next movie going to be more and more of this night? Or what's what's going to happen? Because it just le it ends on a good cliffhanger-y note of yeah. Michael's about to get, get his ass kicked. Kills, kills Lori's uh, daughter and half the town <laughs> in a quick montage. Mm -hmm. And Michael is pretty much summed up as being like a force of nature, like of mm -hmm. legend beyond human. Yeah. And I always like this is where I go back and forth because uh, I remember when this movie came out, people were like, dude, he's supernatural. He's supernatural. And I said, no, that whole end monologue is basically telling you the more stock you put into his name the bigger the legend is like you're afraid the 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 more you're afraid the more power he has very freddy krueger-esque but like that's kind of what they're doing like this town is is creating this legend you know like he like he killed let's say he killed 15 people in that mob by the time halloween ends comes around it's like well he killed half the town or well he killed the whole town you know what i mean like it's like a, a really fucked up game of telephone of like how uh how like dangerous he really is and i this is where i backpedal on my own beliefs because i'm like i like that he's just a normal dude but i don't like how they handle it in the next entry but like in this movie the fear is full blown you know, the whole town is terrified. They're seeing him everywhere. They're, they're, you know, vigilante justice all over the place. This movie gets a bad rap online. A lot of people really rip on... Wait, what? <clears throat> they really rip on all those aspects. But this is a very fun movie that you and I are both very much... Our feet are planted in the sand, I think. Like, yeah, this is pretty fucking solid. Yeah, we even we did a live show on this pretty close after it was officially released, and this is this was uh, a big. I'm sure it's happened for other cinema, but I can't think of it because it doesn't apply to like our spectrum of cinema. But this was the first movie for us that was uh, nearing the end of the pandemic time frame. Mm -hmm. We weren't in the theater yet, but you could go to the theater. With a mask on, of course, and see this movie. But this was also released same day on Peacock, which yep. was fine for me because I already had that shit because that's what WWE Network migrated to was the Peacock Network. So this was mm -hmm. the first movie we could watch same day release on a streaming service at home. And I know you was able to change the game. Yeah, definitely. You was able to go see it in the theater because, of course, you got the sweet hookup. And yeah. you was able to watch it on Peacock later for, you know, to get better a better idea of things. Because at first viewing is always just the spectacle of the event. And then you start mm -hmm. putting the critical eye in on re return views at home. I straight up started watching this on Peacock at home because like, I knew it was going to be a battle to try to get to the theater anyway. And it's a pain in the ass for me to try to wear a mask and watch a movie because I wear glasses. That shit fogs up, and I got to keep constantly uh, cleaning my glasses so I can see. <laughs> and it's a pain in the dick. So I will. 
I, I will preface this uh, for the listeners who don't know us on a personal level or follow our YouTube channel. Um, when this movie, like we were so stoked for this movie to come out, and I was like counting the days till I could go see it. Lo and behold, I get COVID, and I got it fucking bad, bad. like really bad. And I was like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm pretty fucking sure I'm going to die. Roger dies tonight. Yeah, I was, I was, it was looking grim there for a hot minute. And and, uh, luckily, uh, like as stubborn as I am, I'm like, I am not going to miss seeing this in the theater. And so, um my my wife's best friend who owns the theater literally just dropped off the key to my wife and like go in at midnight no one's there we took fucking like hand sanitizer we took Lysol we took a fucking dehumidifier like we took all this shit into the theater and I sat there with a blanket curled up with a mask on like five seats away from my wife just so I could watch this fucking movie and she hated it. <laughs> and I was like, that was awesome. Like, if I fall asleep tonight and die, at least I got to see Halloween Kills. <laughs> so uh, even through COVID, I was like, I'm I'm seeing this. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, well, at least I don't have to wait for disc. Now I can just watch it streaming at home. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Literally, Halloween 2018 was the last movie, and still to the to this day is the last I, movie I've seen in a theater that was brand new. I've been to the drive-in every year since for retro movie nights, but I've not seen a mm-hmm. new movie, new new movie in a theater setting since Halloween 2018. God damn! And I didn't see it for kills, and I spoiler I did the same exact shit when we got to ends, but. It was an interesting, like, it was kind of a fun, exciting thing to have this already ready-to-go streaming at home. Uh, I know that's a complete buzzkill for movie theaters, and that's a that's a death blow thing to say, but I I was I was all right with it at least <laughs> at least for this. I mean, well, let me at the same time, like, it's not like it was it's it's the most unsafe of unsafe times. It feels like to be in a crowd of people mm-hmm. anymore. So it's like, it's more and more like I'm going to just stay at home and do this. I'm with you. Uh, and I will say this too. Um, everyone was really worried and I'm still kind of worried about the death of the theatrical experience, right? Like I'm, I'm, I am nervous for th- the longevity of theaters. When we start getting fucking like Nicole Kidman being in, theater commercials like i like going to the theater bitch no you don't like you you have a theater in your house like you don't go to the theater but like the the advent of like same day streaming really really kind of put me on my heels like oh no like movie houses are going to close like we're losing alamos and stuff all over the place right but um but that was pan like that was the pandemic and uh so i was very nervous but i will say this even though Halloween Kills was a same-day Peacock release, it did not hurt it box office-wise in the slightest, which is New. kind of funny because that's the same argument that is used for Halloween Ends is, well, it was on Peacock same day. That's why it didn't make as much money. Now it's just not as good of a movie. Like, it's it's really hard to, like, 
Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills are so big and like they deliver the goods. So like it's it's kind of hard to top that. I feel like Halloween Kills is like holy fuck, where do you go from here, you know what I mean? Ah, yeah, I can see that. And I'm not a super ultra worried about movie theaters. I mean, it may it may affect smaller ones like uh like locally around here like the Screenland might be the one that's going to struggle. Uh, with yeah. how things go, but I mean, movie. I I have confidence that movie theaters will find this. They'll do the same exact because it was. I feel this was the same exact worry when cable TV was kind of invented. It's like, well, no one's going to go to the theater anymore. We got to find ways to spice it up. So they'll find ways, and they've already they've already found ways to spice things up to make it an, appe- an appealing time to go to the theater. The whole 4x experience for movies, although it doesn't apply to every movie. Applies yeah. to some, I like that. We'll still get people out into the theaters. I, I will still pay a really high price, rarely, but I will still do it to go see some wild shit in a theater setup because they'll just find new ways to to entice us to come back in. So it's just gonna force their hand to to adapt to new means yeah. of entertaining us. So I'm not worried it's about just- that. I just feel like it's a weird climate right now with uh, so I mean, many it, streaming platforms. So like, it's the new cable. We've seen man. It. Streaming is the yeah. new cable setup. So it's and we're more and more disconnected. We don't have, we don't have, we're not sold on that communal, you know, kind of ritual of being in a room full of. Because that's that that's that weird double edged sort of like, Ugh, I'm in a room full of people watching this movie. And, oh, I'm in a room full of people watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird with, like, um, you know, video stores died. And then now we're seeing it. Like, we're seeing it when you go to Best Buy. There used to be seven fucking rows of movies. And now there's, like, an end cap. Like, physical media is going away. And theaters are threatened as well. And so that's just, you know, old man me. Like, oh, I don't like change, you know. Yeah, because we we still think that at some point the internet's gonna go down and be down, but we still have our <laughs> movies at home. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's probably more and more reality that the internet's not gonna be going down. If it goes down, everything else is going down with it. <laughs> and the last <laughs> thing we're gonna have to worry about is cinema. But uh, Halloween kills, though, man. <laughs> yeah, to bag to backtrack. To, I feel like that was a big aspect of this movie that was how how it was released, but. Mm-hmm. Once upon being released, um, first thing that came to my mind when I was done watching it, and I, I remember messaging you because you, 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 of course, beat me to the punch, so you're like, I see this so I can talk to you about it. And my first things <laughs> I was sending back to you was, uh, I don't know what it was. After 9-11, any like, building destruction I would see in movies post I would just go back to thinking about that, like, oh man, I'm kind of like fucking Tiger King. Like, they're never gonna financially recover from this. <laughs> like, the long term yeah. effects of these of this building disaster shit, and like the Avengers movies and stuff. Like, this will wreck this this city. They'll never get mm-hmm. back from this. And I and I at least was feeling the exact same thing now with with this evil dice tonight mob shit. I'm like, I just see January 6th shit all over again. Like, it's my new. 9-11 of things I'm seeing paralleled. And I guess what's the weird aspect is this was filmed way before that even came to pass. So Halloween Kills knew the future 
or just <laughs> weird coincidence for me. But I saw that and like, oh, this is my new 9-11, I guess. I'm just going to see this and in, in mob rules type events. Also, here's the problem, right? Like, people want to watch a two and a half hour bloodbath and they don't want to be subverted to the problems we deal with in real life. So when we when we are kind of mirroring that like MAGA world and all that stuff <laughs> like I mean, yeah but it, I get I feel the same thing like when they I remember hearing bits like like on the Elm Street documentaries I mean like well technically when we're in like the like the darkest worst possible times in actual American culture is when mm-hmm. horror movies seem to thrive the best like they reference you know the reagan era and aids and out Mm -hmm. of that you know we get the stuff we got in the 80s like nightmare on elm street so halloween kills time frame yeah we're dealing with like super divided uh world we live in on top of a life once in that lifetime pandemic thing that is also its own cultural divide so it's like well we're we kind of are dealing with the darkest of times of shit there Whereas the movies that are supposed to be reflecting of that, that's going to, you know, knock our socks off. And at least for us, we got this. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, though. In 40 years from now, people will still be talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. uh, And it's like social commentary. I don't think they'll be talking about Halloween Kills and it's social commentary. Like, it's a very fun popcorn movie for now. I think it's got some aspects. I think it, I think the one aspect that will that will stretch that completely kind of gets buried in the next movie is we were both really like I know I remember us both being really like on board with the with the Street Fighter mentality of Laurie Strode feels wronged. She spent forty years of her life training for the comeback because she knows Michael one day will come for her. Mm-hmm. And this movie really gives us the impression that, like, that was the day that changed Laurie Strode's life forever and ruined everything and molded how she would be for the rest of her life. For Michael Myers, it was Tuesday. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just kill. they kind of bury that when we get to the next one. But at least at the end of this one, that's, that's what the vibe we both left with being like. Yeah, he didn't give a shit about Laurie Strode. Like it, she no. was just there, so he just decided randomly, uh, "You." Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly it. Like I will just kill whoever's in my path, uh, and you just happen to be in my path. And yeah, I I don't give two fucks about you, but uh, I do kind of want to talk a little bit about how blown away you and I both were with the '78 flashback stuff that's still that's the, that's the first thing that pops in my head when i when you're just like halloween kills first image is like oh those 78 recreations the attention to detail is second to none uh so much so that there are screen caps online if you go and look um like where the wallpaper is peeling in the fucking hallway <laughs> is the same as it was in 1978 like they they literally recreated wallpaper defects and like it's it's so 
spot on that it like it transcends uh, fan service. You know what I'm talking about? Like fan service is like a little wink and a nod. Like, ah, see, we didn't forget you. You know, like oh, a silver shamrock mask. That's fan service. This is like yeah, that, that's the that's the ham fisted uh, fan fan service. This is the devil in the details. This is to 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 put it in our comparisons world. <laughs> Uh, this is the equivalent of uh, if you watch any of our YouTube channel stuff when we were doing the music video uh, thing. We made some music videos of uh, songs from some of our favorite cinemas. And we literally did one for Freddy's Dead with the Johnny Law song. And we put we did our best to put so many little kind of ham-fisted details in there. Mm-hmm. And... So far, still, we've not heard anyone reply back of the few hundred views we've got on it that picked up on those. And it's like, <laughs> I feel that's, I feel the entire, like, production crew and set crew is feeling the exact same way about this. Like, didn't, like how come no one's talking about that wallpaper? We, we recreated that shit. It is flawlessly uh, <laughs> looking the exact same. Everything kind of looks the exact same. And it's even bigger mm-hmm. of a, like, a holy shit that that entire house is on a soundstage. So good. So good. Doesn't look or feel at all like it. I, I can... The moonlighting. It's weird to focus on the moonlighting, but the moon lighting of that outdoor-looking set looks so on point. Yeah. Well, and I think... Uh, I could be wrong, but um, I think the way that they filmed that, they, they filmed that either with film stock from that era or they were able to recreate film stock from that era desaturate the image like uh you know like dean cundy did in the original and um also they used a very specific type of lighting because you and i uh are sticklers for that 70s and 80s nighttime lighting where it's Mm -hmm. this Everything is is lit properly, but there's still this heavy amount of shadows and a blue uh, tinge to the the way everything looks. And it, had they not nailed the way that the lighting is, like you know, had it been a slicker, let's say like a Halloween Resurrection lighting style, um, it wouldn't have felt like 1978. But this all feels perfect down to the hairstyles to the cars that are parked on the side of the road like everything like they they let no detail be squandered no it gives me hope for a retro elm street treatment one day uh just don't let blumhouse do it (laughs) (laughs) i mean um whoever can put it together put it together I'll, I'll, (laughs) I'll, i'll take it but uh, uh, we talked in the last episode about how we, about since we this is the Evil Dies Tonight movie, someone that didn't die that we thought died but is still kicking at the opening of this movie, old Officer Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And we get to see how his history is tied to Michael, how he was on the scene that night. And that kind of builds up that this is going to be a relationship of sorts that's gonna sort itself out hopefully in the next movie nope 
ah, we'll get there when we get there, but we feel like it's <laughs> going to. Apparently, Officer Hawkins is tougher than nails, but a terrible shot. Yeah. Uh, you're alive. You're a horrible shot. <laughs> uh, you know, I was really banking on the fact that we were going to get a Hawkins-Myers showdown. And again, we'll talk about that in two weeks. Um, you know, it is what it is. But uh, it is cool that Hawkins survived, even though two weeks ago, you'll recall, I said, that's bullshit. Because it is bullshit that he survives. But by the time you get to Halloween Kills, after the initial, wait a minute, then you go, all right, it's fine. <laughs> because it's Will Patton, and he's awesome. The, the flip side to that also is... In the previous film, you and I, neither of us, are tremendous fans of Cameron, who is Allison's boyfriend. But by the time we get to him in this movie, he does mildly, like for me, mildly redeem himself. He, you know, he's he's given more scenes and and becomes a better person throughout the process of Halloween Kills. The only thing that that really bothers me. And, and you already talked about it with the, the mob mentality, is just how fast this... <laughs> they get whipped this, up. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, nope, everybody, let's go on a fucking murder spree, right? Like, And that's, that's just a mild complaint for me because, if in, in my opinion, this movie could have been three and a half hours long, and I probably would still have said, like, I could use a little more. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's when you can tell things are trimmed down to get the story moving. And that's the only thing that bothers me is like, can I just have like, can we just breathe? Although we've had a previous movie that also takes place in the same night, but like we've got to put some, put some air back in these tires and let these characters come to the conclusion that this is the only option. You know what I mean? Otherwise it just, it happens so fast. It's fine, but I want a little more. Uh, I'm all right with how how quickly it kind of develops. Like it seems logical to me. Of like, yeah, this probably would be if this was a real scenario. How quickly things <laughs> like it's believable for me. Of all the things, like, yeah, I believe a, a murderous mob would be to this level of bloodlust and that size that fast. Uh, <laughs> kind kind of a thing. Totally totally believable. But we get an interesting list of folks in this movie that. And th mm -hmm. this is a rarity, especially now, where they, they this is another ret like throwback retro thing, is I feel like they introduce characters with limited time and are able to convey to us enough interest that we're actually invested in what their outcome is. Particularly yeah. the, the older couple that get killed and Big John and Little John. Like, there yeah. are four people there that are going to get, uh, well, almost four people we are, are going to get off. And we have just so much time with them, but we're, I'm, I'm at least actually invested in all four of their lives. They're fantastic characters. And here's where old man, grumpy uh, Roger is just going to kind of step up on my soapbox. Uh -oh. um, well, you're with me, too, you know? Um, oh. The, the, the fucking problem is you can't please all the people all the time and and there's no there's nothing you can do that's ever good enough 
right? Not, like, not anymore, like I'm no. talking about the I'm talking about the pacing when I was talking about the pacing, and I'm like, I could use a little more, but I'm fine with it. And I feel like that's how people should be. But when this movie came out, the amount of but again, you Halloween toxic fans are <laughs> the internet is terrible. Period. Period. At all you're, today. Yeah, you're fucking terrible people. Uh, <laughs> the vitriol of oh my god, of course they had to have an interracial couple, or oh my god, they had to have a gay couple, pisses me off to no end, because oh, shit, neither you... of those aspects are crammed down your throat. You're just, no, it's just they're there. just characters living. Yeah, they're just living in this world. And you're so busy focusing on shit like that that you're not paying attention to, again, the devil in the details, in the background of certain things, like Big John and Little John. In their house, if you pay close enough attention, there are realty signs that Big John and Little John are realtors in the town. There are banners around town that if you're not paying attention, you're not seeing. So they're they're an integral, without spelling it out for you and saying, they're realtors, they couldn't sell this house, that's why they live here. Sounds familiar. You know, but all you're, but all you're doing is looking at it going, gay, they're gay, I don't like gay, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like... And that drives me fucking nuts so much. So I just, uh, just had to get up on the soapbox for a second to just say, just watch the fucking movie. <laughs> and uh, which, which I'll tie to that uh, stop, look, and listen. Totally after this movie, immediately added that to my Halloween music lineup. Fantastic <laughs> song. Glad I got introduced to it. All of us did. It. Yeah, everybody did. Oh, that was such an awesome uh, fucking scene. But mm-hmm. to also tie in with the uh, the the instant fan backlash. Do you remember the other first thing? Like the first thing that I remember being like, that was that immediately caught backlash that they, that it was rumored at least at one point, they're like, Oh, they may go back and trim that or, or modify that because of people being pissy about it. Luckily they didn't, but that first, first kind of like bit they released early is the, uh, firefighters getting yes. slaughtered by Michael and people were pissed off uh, yeah, maybe going I, back to 9-11 should have been like you can't kill firefighters they're heroes yes, you can. they're civil servants they're toast <laughs> that's just how it that's how it works in slasher movies man nobody's um, safe and, and i think they were all legitimate firefighters i think like i think they yes, actually brought so. in yeah because they were they're like trying to re- some RoboCop shit, like, respond to this as, as if it was real. Like, the doctors in mm-hmm. RoboCop, like, respond as if this guy really rolled in full of fucking bullet wounds. Yeah. So, that in, it, that in and of itself is like, okay, so they didn't just bring in actors. They, they hired the local firefighters to participate in this. So, they're paying the local firefighters to do this. Like, it's not like... I don't know. Like, I, I suppose it'd be a little more offensive if it was just actors. I, I guess I don't know. I, I don't. No. I don't understand why it's offensive. Like, because everything is is a yeah. potentially offensive, and you can't do you can't do anything anymore without a certain some aspect somewhere being uh, grouchy about it. Can't yeah, have a gay couple. Can't have an Asian couple. What you can't kill firefighters. That's not that's not mm-hmm. okay. You can't kill children or whatever. Like, it's always going to be. You can't do anything wrong in anybody's eyes anymore because somebody will see it and be pissed, and, of course, they're going to tell us about it. Yeah, and that's just 
that's just the internet, my friend. <laughs> it's what we're doing right now. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, we tend to, we hardly ever talk bad about movies. Like, we kind of made it a pact early on, like, only talk about the things we love. And occasionally, something that we dislike or, or not both of us Even things like. we dislike, I'm going to have fun with how yeah. rough it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and and this movie, in my opinion, not that rough. I mean, there's there's some stuff with the the overuse of the evil dies tonight, which is a joke in and of itself. And I, I know the wife definitely is like, I could really use. I'm tired of that. But at the same time, like even though this is kind of like it's it's weird. It's it's the middle of a trilogy. I can pull this mm-hmm. one out solo and pop it in and just watch this one, and I'm all right. <laughs> Yeah, because it's just dumb fun, you know. And it is some so sometimes you fun. don't need. I just want I just want the meat, you know. I don't need the story. I'll just I just want to watch some some cool visuals. I want to watch Michael Myers killing people. And this movie truly delivers uh, a magnificent body count, um, a great score, like all those cool Ooh, yeah. flashbacks. Like we just this is just fun. All around, we still have Carpenter uh, working the score. And, yeah, and his, his son too, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and the throwback difference. Talking about the other Halloween two to this one is this one. Yeah, there the kills are brutal kills, mm-hmm. but they're that brutal kills of like ah when you react to it, and it's fairly quick. I.e., the light bulb in the neck, or scene. the eye, uh, the the butcher knife to the right under the eyeball. Or, or the other one I think of is the uh, the knife in the armpit. Oh yeah, like uh, like they're they're quick shots, but they're enough there to get that ah oh, reaction and then when you watch it. Popping his fucking eyeballs out of his head too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, yeah, some good stuff, dude. Uh, <laughs> Great stuff. And also, that's another one of the complaints too is uh, Little John being played. By uh, McDonald, what's his what's his first name? Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald plays Stewart on Mad TV. So there was like a, a a lot of memes going around and like, oh my god, why would they cast this guy in this movie? And and that's also the problem, right? Is sometimes these these comedians they have to step out of their safe zone, and horror is the best place to do that because horror is like the dregs, right? So like, yeah. if you can if you can step out of being a a comedic actor and get to show a little bit of your you know your different skill set it's the flip side it's the flip side of comedy yeah and it opens up doors for you so it, it upsets me when people like immediately like discount his performance because he is a funny guy like yeah fuck, fuck that shit if we were if this uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I have to go back and check the live live stream on this but I'm positive uh both big john and little john would be sharing the alfredo achievement i think we did yeah i'm for, pretty sure for this movie because they're fantastic especially when big john's like fed up with these fucking kids and he's taking his jewelry off like oh shit <laughs> and he grabs like the like butter spreading knife <laughs> like the charcuterie knife yeah, whatever that's the what fuck he's gonna fuck is. shit up with is that and just them telling the kids like stabbed his sister right in the tits <laughs> gross yeah <laughs> Also, speaking of those kids, let's not forget Michael off-screen kills one of those kids and 
those kids are in danger. And they like that's the best part is those kids are obnoxious preteen little assholes, but they literally act how kids act. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like they're they're mocking him and they have no idea that he is literally coming to kill them. And it's it's awesome. It's a great sequence. That whole park sequence. Uh with the exception of the only the only thing that I hate uh is the girl who accidentally shoots herself, but I but I only <laughs> I only hate that because that's so grounded in reality because there's so many people who think they know how to f- use a firearm and have no idea how to use a firearm. It, I like I like that that shot because it's cool because it's like he kicks the car door just in a way <laughs> so she's able to shoot herself. Like it's just a, yeah. it's a quick chain reaction of things. But I, I like that even in, insignificant characters you think from the previous movie come back and have a bigger role in this movie. Like that mm-hmm. was just a throwaway scene, kinda, in the in the previous film with that 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 couple, and they play a bigger role in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was as cool. Like it, it made me think, hey, what's gonna be coming? It made a, a at least I'm pretty sure probably for both of us, but it made us reexamine r- watching this movie before Ends came out. I'm like, geez, what's what's in this movie that seemed insignificant that we're gonna get in the next one? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. That's part of the genius with this trilogy, and I um, is that it does require repeat viewings. The you know in two weeks we'll get to some of the missed opportunities with some of those characters in these previous films, but um, is what it is. You know, the, Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills back to back married together are a, a phenomenal. Um, companion films you know like just like Halloween 1 and Halloween 2 they really do belong together um, it's the best of both worlds it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right like <laughs> we got everything we need peanut butter on my penis and we get that we get we get to deal with a little bit of like some uh, some throwback to the other Halloween 2 of uh, some characters dealing with other characters death so the yeah. kid, the kid on the fence post, we have, we get to we we get to deal with uh, his mom reaction to finding out that news. We get some finally some reaction to uh, the Strodes uh, with oh, uh, dad died in the last movie. Yeah, we should probably you know mourn that at least a little bit. Yeah, and much like the other Halloween too. We have Laurie Strode in the hospital again. Although this one's a bit more, this one is another one of those grounded reality moments of like, I mean, yeah, she, it's unbelievable she is conscious after having that kind of surgery done same night. But at least it's, she's not doing like insane things that she should not be able to do. Like she tries that shit right. and immediately collapses and like, oh yeah, you just had major surgery three hours ago. <laughs> Get your yeah, ass you back need to in lay bed. down. Yeah. That, that part is very uh, grounded in reality, very true to life. So uh, I will say, out of this entire film, um, the hospital stuff to me is the biggest uh, Debbie Downer of the film. Like, and it's it's fine. Like, when, it, when I'm watching it, like, I'm in that world and I'm okay and I'm ready. Like, I'm just, like, enjoying the story. But when it's over... And then I have like almost like post post movie clarity, post nut clarity <laughs> is like 
is like, God, you know, if it didn't have that hospital stuff, that would be like a really fun, like fast paced banger of a movie. But every time I get to that hospital stuff, it's it's almost like the wind gets sucked out of me. Like, oh, man, they're going to kill this fucking they're going to kill this guy. And like it's just it's it's hard to watch, which I suppose is is what they're you know, they're accomplishing what they were setting out to do is is make the audience uncomfortable with mob mentality. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, we should take justice into our own hands. We've been wronged and we're angry about it. This is the result of that, like, rash decision to go in that direction. Is Okay, here's what happens. This is this guy that, who knows what his deal was, why he was in the hospital the way he was, but he decides to take a, it's the it's the easier of two outs is to just leap off this building than let this mob tear you limb from limb from limb from limb. Yeah, that's a tough sequence, man. But so speaking of mob mentality, we have spent 40 minutes discussing this film and we have not talked about Tommy Doyle. Um, <laughs> I know if you really, really want two hours of us going super in depth, Check out our live stream on YouTube, on the it's, 3B video YouTube. It's kind of weird um, that there's not much in this movie, but there's kind of a lot to kind of to try to cram in for a discussion time frame. <laughs> yeah. So, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, good enough actor. Good enough actor. I just don't think he fills the shoes of Tommy Doyle. Um as well as, you know, say a Paul Rudd. But uh, who does, right? Paul Rudd's the man. But um, Paul Rudd would be weird trying to lead a mob. <laughs> He'd be like a really nice mob. Yeah, you know? it'd be like... <laughs> like yeah. We're going to Kinko's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the whole vibe would not be that I would not be evil dies tonight. It was like... Yeah, no, he would start a neighborhood watch and they would like... That's what they would do is they'd make flyers and they would, like, put up uh, ring door cams and shit. Like, that would be... <laughs> yeah, you get a ring door cam. You get a ring door cam. Everybody gets a ring door cam. That's right. And if you see something, Call. say something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call us. They would have, like, that street justice, like, sashes over their, like, Yeah, they just shoulder. drive and point at them. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. <laughs> Yeah, like everyone gets high-end flashlights. That's the whole like he opens a, like a all-or-nothing box, and it's just like mag lights. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to your music with lights on, boy. <laughs> this thing is a, a blah 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 luminous battery, good for forty-six hours straight of the highest-end light humanly possible. Illegal <laughs> in most countries to get a flashlight this good. Yeah, that's the Paul. That's the fucking the Tommy Doyle we deserve. Uh, this Tommy Doyle, we we did discuss in in depth. He's a the weird. Last time we talked about, he's this. kind of a weird guy. Like he goes to like the talent show at a bar and just that's just because he drinks. This is just because it's his watering hole. Yeah, he fucking but, drinks there every day. But I mean, is he hoping to win like a competition or anything here? Because like everyone's doing like we have a ventriloquist act up there and shit, and he just goes up and he's like, I'm gonna retell a story about. When I nearly had a brush with death when I was a mm-hmm. child. 
Like, I'm sure, yeah, like, I'm sure everyone at this bar has heard this goddamn story while he's, you know, four, four or five beers deep. Yeah. Four nights a week. He, so he he is in that aspect. I I like the character, but I don't like the portrayal. If that makes sense. Yeah, because um, it's, the, he he plays it like it. He plays it all talk. Like mm-hmm. he plays it like he's gonna take charge of shit. He's gonna fuck shit. He's gonna be Negan with that ball bat. But you can I I, I feel like I can see it. In his that he's a chicken shit, yeah. yeah. Like when he's walking up to that car to see what's going on in the back seat of that car, where someone's like, "Michael's in that back seat," and he's got it over his shoulder, looking like Negan, like he's gonna go up and you know bust some shit up. But like I feel from him, he's like, "I don't know what the hell I'm doing." Here. Yeah. See, in that aspect, yeah, awesome. But um, just I, I just my, Michael Anthony Hall just doesn't fit the bill. But the way the character is written and the nuances of the character, really good. Because you and I, um, we we both know a person like this. Every, everybody listening knows a person like this. Mm-hmm. Someone you went to school with who might have had like a minor uh, talent at some form of sport or, or whatever. And they never left their hometown. They never talk about anything other than the time... That they the used glory to be awesome. Days. Yeah, they. If I they just had just, a time machine, just... man, I'd be all state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bet you I could throw a football over those mountains. Uh, it's just, it's a, it's a painful person. We all know this person, and to that, to that uh, aspect, the writing and everything of it is is really spot on. And like you said, him being like this kind of take charge guy. As long as the crowd's got his back. Which is very evident. Like oh, when the yeah. crowd is there, oh man, he's all pumped up, gassed up. He's ten feet tall, uh, man among men. Yep, but then, like you said, slowly inching towards that car. He's like, I'm alone. It's, yeah, because the camera's on his face, and you can see his bravado. Just uh, is only skin deep. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just just fall apart, and his eyes like. So, so that I really like, but yeah, he wants just like that vibe of like he wants to run away, but he can't because he's got everyone behind him. Like you've talked mm-hmm. all this shit, now you have to actually back it up somehow. Tommy Doyle gonna fuck him up. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fuck him up. Yeah. Love lives today, my friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. And then this <laughs> this movie wraps with the the mini mob that just is beating the fuck out of Michael. And I remember that was like one of the first memes I saw is the lady who brings the fucking iron. The iron? She has her own Facebook page. Yes, she brings an iron to beat up Michael Myers with. I'm I'm disappointed. Spoiler: We don't get the rest of her story in Halloween yeah. ends. Like that would have been fantastic. God. That should have been like the mom of the family at the opening of Halloween ends. Should have been her. Yeah. <laughs> but they beat the absolute shit out of him. You think it's... They kind of play a little bit of some uh, Devil's Rejects vibe there to give Zombie some credit. Like, this is a horrible individual, but you start almost feeling bad a little bit about, about how much they're just brutally kicking the shit out of him. Murdering him in the middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> you should, like you should dog feel in the street. something like... Yeah. So, yeah, they they are 
just beating him to a pulp, which, man, they they do the old bait and switch on you too, because yeah, like like you said, you start feeling bad for him, and and we knew long ahead of time that this was going to be a trilogy. Like we knew before we even saw Halloween Kills that it was just the meat in the middle of the sandwich, but even though you know that, there is like a brief second where you're like god damn they're killing him you know what i mean like it's it's doesn't like it doesn't pull any punches or shy away from the ass beating they're giving him so like you're almost lulled into yeah he's gonna die and then he but then you remember real quick like oh no (laughs) and then michael realizes that real quick too and then he fucking hulk hogan's up and just, mm-hmm. you know, it's the power of the Hulksters. Yeah, the power of Hulkamania runs wild. Michael Mania runs wild on the town of Haddonfield. I but bet it was the consolation of the thorn. It appeared that had to be. So he stu- yeah, <laughs> had to be. But that 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 was one other little aspect I wanted to to talk about before in before we delve into next segments is uh, we of uh, you saying we we knew everybody knew this was the middle of. Of franchise, like mm-hmm. guaranteed, we're having one more movie, and that's yeah. that was the biggest thing that the wife didn't like about this movie is she left 2018. She's like, I'm in, this is good, and she left, even though she had fun in Kills, and still is for the most part enjoys watching Kills. She doesn't like Kills as much because it's the middle of a series. So to her, it's like nothing here matters because mm, it's well, the middle of things. And I wonder if that's something that kind of has stained the movie for some folks to not like it because well, it's to them it feels insignificant because nothing can really definitively happen because it's the middle of the story. I don't agree, yeah, see, but I also don't agree. So, so I mean, and your wife is a massive Sopranos fan. So tell her just watch the first episode and watch the last episode because nothing that happens in the middle fucking matters. <laughs> there I, you go. And I, you know, I even asked her, and it's the middle that's the best part because it's yeah. the journey of everything. And so, I even asked her, I was like, if if we didn't know this was the case, if they didn't have ends planned already, would you like the movie more if you knew if you didn't know when or if the next movie was coming? And I think that kind of changed the perception a little bit. Is I think she she's she was clouded by the well. I know another one's gonna come, so I can't get totally invested in certain things here because they're not gonna necessarily matter come the next movie. But I was like, well, if yeah. you didn't know that, would you enjoy the movie more? He's like, I think I would. Well, and so here's the. That's a double-edged sword big time, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, even even as kids, like, let's say when Halloween 6 came out, like, every time a, Hall- a Halloween movie ends or a, or a Friday the 13th or a Nightmare on Elm Street, every time one of them ends, like, we didn't know for certain we were going to get another one, but we knew. You know what I mean? Like, I you just did. know. I, I didn't. You're on like, I feel like I didn't, I didn't know. I was like, ooh. I hope they do another one, but I don't know if it'll happen. Mm-hmm. The only time they ever really, really got me was Freddy's Dead. 
because I'm like, oh, well, he's like, it's literally called Freddy's Freddy's Dead. dead, And it's been like, it's been a year. It's been another year. It's been another year. We haven't had a movie. And then all of a sudden, Wes Craven's new nightmare. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, you let your guard down after like three, four years. (laughs) So you're like, okay, it is over. Um, With this one, like, or or I guess, you know, even like Halloween 4, the following year, Halloween 5 came out. And then so Halloween 5, we had a, a break for fucking seven years or whatever it was (laughs) so you know but i mean like there's always that like is it over though (laughs) you know so it's never over no uh some yeah to to glimpse into our future phantasm retrospective is it over no it's not goddamn right boy but yeah, and that's that's another really good thing about this movie too, is that it does stick the landing, as far as I'm concerned, with the ending. Oh, like yeah. some movies, some movies, they just kind of end on a, huh? Okay, you know. If this, this if they movie, never got around to the next one, it would be a fine ending for me. I'd be like, this is all right. Yeah, well, and it's it's so open, which we talked about two weeks ago, right? We talked about with Halloween 2018, like the way 2018 ends is perfect because it's like well he could be dead or yeah he couldn't is the spirit living on is all he yeah is it true all he wanted to do was go home and look at his reflection in a window yeah who knows and it's the same thing with halloween kills because it's like it's a mystery we get the monologue and we get the death of karen and then if you watch the extended cut Lori calls Allison's phone and Michael answers and does the breathing, you know, and then Lori says, I'm coming for you, Michael. And that to me is a better ending than the theatrical ending. But like that ending alone lets you go, okay, Michael's still on the loose and Lori's going to come for him. But like it could just end and you'd be fine with it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened with this showdown. But, uh, yeah, we get another movie. Which says has some power because we are always the give me the next one, give me the next one, give me the next one. And Mm -hmm. we're like, that was it. And we're like, all right. Yep. I'll accept it. I'm I'm good with it, but I'm ready for another one. (laughs) So, Well, talk about some folks who were not ready for another one who were done with this one. Time to look at some of them Amazon one-star reviews. Oh, all right. Let's jump in here with J.L. Van Diver. Van Diver. Van Diver. (laughs) November 13th, 2022. One star. Save your money. Just too much blood and gore in it. Very little Laurie Strode. Just didn't like the movie. J.M.H.O. J.M.H.O. I believe, Just my honest opinion, okay. Or humble opinion, I don't know. Okay. Humble, honest. <laughs> I don't, just, one. just fucking just say it. Just my horrible opinion. Just fucking <laughs> say it. There's there's my old man screaming at the fucking sun moment of like, do we have to have an acronym for everything? Can't we just say it? Like, it, it doesn't even make sense. Like, I can see this th- that trend taking off when, when, when texting was like, 
Yeah, we had to go through like four or five different button mashes to get a letter. Like that's when the acronym thing should have should have taken off. Now we can in a lightning speed do entire conversation. We can write a fucking book just mm-hmm. with our fingers in no time. So it's like, why are we all of a sudden now got, we got no patience to write just we're my regressing. humble opinion? Yeah, we're regressing. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is. I was just like, what the fuck is all this shit? All right. Bullshit. Tammy Patton on January 17th, 2022. One star, this sucks. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis was terrible. Cannot follow who was supposed to be who... Who was supposed to be who only good thing was they aged his mask and it was realistic. <laughs> okay. Do not buy waste of money and time. Jamie Lee needs to retire from horror and this movie should never have been made way past. Disappointed through mine away. Worse movie ever. <laughs> Don't buy. <laughs> There's Dang. a lot there that's hard to read. It was all just one sentence? No, there's run on. No, there's periods in there, but it's like oh. it's it's in odd placements and yeah, there's worse movie ever made that made no sense. Mm. Nope. So I feel this was made in haste or hostile hostility, I don't know. <laughs> L Marks, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. One star. Awful period exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Just awful. A real fan of all the Halloween movies. This is without a doubt the worst movie I have ever seen. I didn't think it was possible to make a movie this bad. What were they thinking? Don't waste your time (laughs) or your money. Pulling weeds would be a better use of your time. (laughs) Tweeds. Smoking them tweeds and everything. Weeds. Weeds, Dad. Tell your daddy comb his hair. A bunch of spiders having a meeting on top of his head. <laughs> Sorry for the random Friday references. Everyone's cut. used to it by now. Like what? What? <laughs> what oddball are they gonna pull on this? Oh, Friday. Wasn't expecting that one. You never are. <laughs> Baron on October twenty third, twenty twenty two. The Baron. Baron. The one and only Baron. Baron von Raschke. Red Baron could be either one. One star, why would you want an extended cut of this hot piece of garbage? <laughs> the worst installment of the Halloween franchise, or the worst installment of the Halloween movies ever. I'd rather watch Paul Rudd try to mull him in six. Mull him? Mull him. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Mull him, Mull murder Paul him. Rudd, though. Mall like M A U L M U L L Mall. Oh, that's weird. Like contemplate them? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I, what you that's keep using to that mean. word. I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> it is worst movie and worst movie ever made. All right, next is R C Smith, February seventh, twenty twenty two. One star, insane. In the membrane. There's odd some caps in here that are out of the out of. Like, the whole thing is in caps, but some words are just uh, in caps, and I don't get it, so I'll try to read it as as this person intended. Glad I rented this before buying. Dot, 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 dot. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, made more sense than this fantasy movie. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> and Michael Myers wasn't even in it. Really out there. 
had potential to be a great movie, had potential to be a good movie, good actors, graphics, and possible storyline. You can't tell me that a whole fire department was wiped out by one guy. I can. Sure, they did the honorable thing by fighting and dying one at a time. Lol. (laughs) Even when the even when they, the townspeople, had him down, they, wait for it, turned their backs thinking it was over. Then he killed all of them. Wow. <laughs> how did any of these things, how did any of these people survive in earlier movies is beyond me. Rating a zero. Zero. I did not like this. <laughs> I did not like this. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Next is Nick. Congrats on the getting Nick. that. Yeah, Nick. Nick Khan. Yeah. Nick. Nick. Nick uh, Corey. Could be anyone. On December 12th, 2021, Nick says one star. This franchise died tonight. Ooh, clever. That's my review. My headline. This was terrible. Poor acting. Poor script. Slash. Just wanted it to end. <laughs> just wanted Halloween ends, huh? Yeah, he just wants to end. Now we have LW Addict, October 18th, 2021, one star, hands down, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) I've thought they couldn't get worse, but here we are, the worst and most obvious money grab since the series leaned towards Michael being a dirty. A dirty? Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is not a one star that's complete thoughts. I don't understand the title is hands down. <laughs> and then they don't follow up on that and ends on He's Michael a being a dirty period. And that's how it ends. It's not like click here to see the rest of this review. It's Michael being a dirty period. That's it. <laughs> I need to know what a dirty is. I want to know what, why hands down. <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> this is a robbery of my two and a half hours. Uh, doesn't feel like it, but yeah, it is. No, it doesn't. Next is Ron B. October 22nd, 2021. One star awful. It's so bad. Worst Halloween movie ever. It's more of a comedy. And to round out the one stars, I like this one best from Deke 017. December 27th, 2021. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> I hope that's just all the review. False advertising. Oh, got him. I'm going to go review it on Amazon and just put Evil Dies Tonight like 40 times. With <laughs> You know, you should cuz I was kind of expecting that to be more prevalent in their one-star reviews than they were. Yeah. And they you know, they weren't. There's they did not the typical gambit of some people that wanted to just put like a their entire review like of the a film thesis. Yeah, yeah bit by bit on there and I'm like ah, I'm not reading all this bullshit and like give me <laughs> give me a paragraph at best some shit right. up for me but no no one really kind of really leaned into the evil dies tonight thing too much I thought that was good false I'll advertising do that for you I'll do that for you even though. Uh, I do like this movie a lot. <laughs> that that's that's the the least appealing aspect to me is just it's a lot of script pages. 
you know. <laughs> we did have fun. I did have fun making a ton of memes of evil dice tonight. Oh God, that'll never stop. That will never stop. <laughs> so that that was fun. So there's, yeah, there's that, that's a tradition that will live on. Yeah, the, the silver lining of evil dice tonight is it's it's meme worthy for forevermore. Absolutely. Well, now that we've ranted and rambled about the movie for a long time and we've done Amazon one-star reviews, Evil, what does that mean? It's time to put on your boots, cue the motorhead, grab your bottle of Evian water, spew it in the air. It's time to play the game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game! It's all about the game, and how you play it, let him burn, let him burn, let him burn! <laughs> oh, yes, you must. Narfle the Garthok. You must <laughs> let Michael Myers burn. No, 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 let him burn! God damn it. You gotta, you gotta let, let it burn, Lemmy says. So, it is time to play the game, and if you're new here, welcome. welcome. You're, you're probably scratching your head, asking yourself, what the hell's the game? Well, the game is a deep cut in and of itself, where you gotta pick a prop from the movie that we're covering, but it can't be a well-known prop. So, since we're covering Halloween kills, kills not ends, kills, kills. You, you can't say you want Michael Myers' mask, you can't say you want his coveralls, you can't say you want his butcher knife, those are all low-hanging fruit, you gotta pick a little something outside the box, as Evil likes to say, you gotta go deep, or get stabbed in the armpit while you're searching your own house. <laughs> uh, Big John, Little John, Big John, Little John, <laughs> so good. Uh, all right, so you'll have to let us know. Best characters of the entire trilogy here. I'm just going to say it. They're awesome. I don't give My a money's fuck on what it. the world says. Yeah, I'm yeah. putting it on there. Yeah, so I always bet on black. Uh, <laughs> I learned that from Wesley Snipes. Um, <laughs> so let us know your prop picks in the comments on Spotify, on the comments on whatever podcast app, or find us on Discord, YouTube, wherever patreon we're all around let us know let us know that would, let us know. that'd be my favorite if someone joined our patreon and told us on patreon like i paid i'm paying y'all money to tell you what my prop is that would be yes that would be tits not where i want well, to be stabbed so the patreons they get the uh, podcasts a week early compared to the general public so most of the time our patreons do comment and say ah this is my prop this is my prop so very cool. That's probably the only place I've seen comments <laughs> until I until I start putting shit on YouTube, which that'll be down the road. But uh, yeah, we'll, again, we'll, let us know your props. We'll eventually put these all up on the on the channel, yeah. so you can watch, yep. listen to us. Yes, it'll, it'll listen, watch, and it'll bump up our <laughs> view or our uh, videos on YouTube by, by dozens, like sixty, dozens yeah. of times. Dozens of views, but uh, <laughs> woohoo! Uh, so I, I don't know, man. Should I, I'm gonna let you go first this week, and then uh, yeah, well, I'll take over in two weeks. I mean, we've already talked about it, and I can't not take it. I want the little, the little like butter knife. What'd you call? What do you call it? <laughs> 
It's a charcuterie knife. Yeah, I this think. charcuterie I knife. Yeah, this little bitty knife that's just for you know spreading jam or butter or something on a party tray. I'm like, that's what I want. <laughs> I want that shit. <laughs> that's good stuff. Just because it's like this is fantastic. I want this. Man, man, like that's <laughs> like it's. I think it's more suitable for like lock picking than it is murdering someone. Like, yeah, it, it would take all day to stab someone to death with that thing. <laughs> If it, if I had better connotations with it, I'd probably want to grab the Huckleberry Ball Bat. But uh, for implement weapons, if uh, if I'm not gonna take the uh, the iron, yeah, I can't take that lady's one claim to fame. So I'll take the little the little party knife. Grab old Huckleberry here, swing it upside your head, and say night 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 night. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um. Yeah, there's plenty of really weird, unique props in this movie. Um, so I think if I'm going to take a prop from this movie, you and I are kind of on the same boat with our Big John, Little John appreciation. Mm-hmm. So there happens to be a park bench out in front of the pub when uh, Tommy Doyle comes out. And on that park bench the the back of it where you would lean your back up against is a banner for Big John and Little John's um, realty company. So I think <laughs> I want that bench. <laughs> Put it on your porch. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be sitting out there on my Big John, Little John bench. <laughs> I just I'll come out with the little uh, party tray like you want to use the knife from the movie to spread the spread the butter <laughs> on your cracker here. Yes, is that a metaphor? Uh, if, no. No, or is it? Um, if I, you know, there's a lot of really good gore props in this movie. I'm kind of, so. I'm kind of surprised. I thought for sure if I, if I had to guess what your prop would have been, it would have been the, uh, the little uh, drone plane. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, part of me wants uh, the mental patient, like his corpse prop like after he's all splattered that's really that shit, gnarly that shit looks like Negan went to town on this body yeah. like it looks like Glenn's fucking noggins splattered all over the ground it's gross man. it's it gross but really... it's like I was like even saying I was like gross but I was like that's impressive looking yeah it is truly uh, top notch effects I think it's KMB so <laughs> I think so you know why wouldn't it be it's amazing? It's esque if it's not. Yeah. Um, there's just there's so many unique, fun things in this movie. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I got to go with the bench um, <laughs> because it's it's different. Uh, the, uh, the other thing that comes to mind, since it isn't necessarily a Michael Myers weapon, though he does use it as a weapon, is the uh, big saw that the... Uh, firefighter has oh the saw or whatever yeah that thing jaws of life looking thing (laughs) that thing's beast mode it looks it looks like the saw blade shooter from gears of war when i saw it it, does this looks like the shit that shoots the blades out that i kill grubs with in gears yeah this thing is terrifying so there's yeah there's plenty of implements of death worthy of choosing plenty of really good gore props yeah, lots of lots of odds and ends in this movie. So uh, let us know your props. Like I said, wherever the fuck you can find us. But on that note, Evil, I suppose 
we should probably get going because after all, there's a lot of movies out there and somebody's got to watch them. So why not us, right? Goddamn sleep apnea mask smells like Lucky Strikes when your ma borrowed it.